Experience worship. True worship. Experience the word. Bringing you wholeness. Experience the warmth of fellowship. Experience wholeness at Lighthouse. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at the Lighthouse. House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. Visit our website at www.lighthousenergy.org or contact us at info at lighthousenergy.org. The Lighthouse, lighting your pathway to destiny. Thank you. 
for them to go. So there was no strength to push out that baby. He said they needed strength. And the two types of strength he found out were what? The force of what? Faith and the force of what? He said they are connected. So we looked earlier and we saw before Ezekiel made this statement, we saw Ezekiel who was strengthened, who knew what to do in the face of the enemy. So let's explore and find out what then stole his strength for him to get to the point where he would make this kind of visible statement. And we found four strength stealers. And what were they? Number one, I can hear you. Number two, doubting God's commitment to you. Number three, shifting your trust to the enemy's camp. Number four, comparing God with other gods. This is what we found out happened before. But there's a scripture in Isaiah 56, verse 9, that says something. It says, shall I bring the time of birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord, Shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says your God? So God is telling us that He's committed to delivery. He's committed to that delivery. Turn to your neighbor who's pregnant in the womb and tell him or her, because yeah, men are pregnant too. Tell him or her, God is with you. <laughs> Those guys are not good. That's something you are not doing. If I bring you out here, that you will if not rub it. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, God is committed to your delivery. God is committed to bringing that dream out. If it's God that put it there, He's able to bring it out. Glory to God. But now we're going to read after those verses, in verses 3 and 4 of Isaiah 36. We read before and saw the strength stealers. Now let's read afterwards and let's see if we'll find some strength givers after he made that statement. So, verse 3 says, He said to him, Thus says the Isaiah 37, Thus says the Kai, go back to the NKJ. NKJ reads, This day is a day of trouble and rebuke and blasphemy, for the children have come to birth, but there is no strength to bring them forth. It may be that the Lord your God will hear the words of the Rav Shakir. Remember him? <laughs> Whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to reproach the living God and rebuke the words which the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, lift up your prayer for the remnant that is left. So the servant of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah. And Isaiah said to them, Thus you shall say to the master, Thus says the Lord, Do not be afraid of the words which you have heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Surely I will send the spirit upon him, and you shall hear a rumor and return to his own land, and I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. Then the Rabshakeh returned and found the king of Assyria warring against Libnah, for he heard that he had departed from Lachish. And the king heard concerning Chebaka, king of Ethiopia. He had come out to make war with him. So when he heard it, 
He said to messengers to Hezekiah, saying, Bosheth, you shall speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, saying, Do not let your God in whom you trust deceive you, saying, Jerusalem will not be given into the king of Assyria. Verse 14. And Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed to the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, he shall not come into this city, nor shoot an arrow there, nor come before it with people, nor build a siege round around it, by the way that he came, by the things that he returned. He shall not come into this city, says the Lord, for I will defend this city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. Then the angel of the Lord went out to seal in the camp of the Assyrians 185,000. And when people arose early in the morning, there were all corpses also. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, quietly, I added quietly, departed and went away, returned home, and remained at Geneva. And it came to pass. As he was worshipping in the house of Nisroch his God, that his name and his son, so and so, struck him down with the sword, and he escaped into the land of Ararat. Then so and so his son reigned in his place. This scripture is loaded. Do you, do you see Rashak anywhere in this? It's loaded with ten scriptures. But let's pick out three of them and stay with them. First one, what did they do immediately they got this bad news? The king of Assyria had come back and returned. The Bible says they went to Isaiah the prophet. They went to Isaiah the prophet. And in verse 5, Isaiah said, Thus you shall say to the master, Thus says the Lord, listen, Thus says the Lord, Do not be afraid of the world, Luke the master. Isaiah said, words may be it is the word that will make you strong. Words may be it is the word, it is the word that will make you strong. Number one strength giver, remember the potency of the word of God. This is a word conference. Remember, and I say remember because we often forget. I didn't say remember the word. I said remember the potency of the word of God. Give it back word for word. Words may give you, the word will make you strong. It is word of the rapture came that made them weak and found out. It is the word that will make you strong. But why do I say potency? Because many times we forget how potent the word of God is. That word potent means powerful, mighty, cogent, persuasive, having great power or influence. When we say the word, the word, the word, the word, do we really know the potency in the word of God? The first thing they did, they went to Isaiah the prophet, give us an answer. 
That is when you can be dominant financially. And no matter what you face, no matter what you face, what have you said? What do you believe about your bank statement sitting here right now? You pull out your, your app, and it's what your app tells you. It tells you what you are worth. No. No. Remember the potency of the word of God. When you meditate the word of God and the potency of the word above the doctor's report, above the bank statement, those babies will be born. I said those babies will be born. They will be the God. So what the, what, one, of the, one of the things that became a reference point in my life as young believers then and growing in the Lord was the story of David and Goliath. And when um, David was going to face Goliath, there's one question he asked. And he felt so that very early in church there. And he thought that David asked the question, what will be done for the man who does this? And then the message was, what does the word of the king say? And that's still today, in my 31 years, that's still 30. The gold is like that gold. <laughs> that still today has been a key to victory in my family. We just kept it there. And anything we face, we look at ourselves and we ask, what does the word of the king say on this matter? Once we can find what the word of the king says on the matter, that matter is settled. Irrespective of what any other person has to say. Of what any circumstance has to say. Learn to ask the question, what does the word of the king say? You won't ask that if you don't believe in the potency of the word of the king. You won't waste your time asking that. David asked that question because he knew that whatever Saul said about the matter was settled. I have good news for you, friend. Whatever God has said about your matter is settled. You just need to find out what he has said. And believe that he spoke it. Once you do that, whatever he has said on your matter is settled. You need to ask me, well, how potent is the word of God? Well, you know, a story I love to teach about, literally everywhere I go now, is the story of creation. Because that story shows us the power, particularly the unity of the word and the spirit. The Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 1, and verse 2. Verse 4 and verse 2. But we need verse 2. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. When you read the earth was without form and void, the Hebrew words for without form and void are the words tohu babohu. And tohu babohu literally means chaos, emptiness, waste. Barrenness. For some of us, that describes our lives. Tohu babuhu. Your business, tohu babuhu. Ministry, tohu babuhu. Your marriage, tohu babuhu. And it says, and darkness. Darkness is another word, coset. Darkness means what? Wait for the Hebrew breakdown of darkness. Darkness. Darkness means darkness. Never taste light. Never has taken light for your business. 
taking light on the ministry in that place. But what happened? First of all, it is the Spirit of God over us. I'm not teaching on the Spirit of God today. I can spend time on that. But that literally means he meditated over the darkness. He brooded over the darkness. He meditated over it. He fertilized the barrenness. He was moving. That's why you must meditate on the word before you speak it. So he brooded over the darkness. But then what happened? Then God said. That was it. That was all. God just said, let there be light. Light be. What happened? Kozak left. Talking about who's there arranging. Things are getting fixed. That is the power in the word of God. That is the potency of the word of God. You speak it, things begin to arrange themselves. What is the mess over your life right now? And what are you doing about it? What is the baby in the womb about to be born? How do you want the strength to push it out? The world of the potency of the word of God. The problem is that that's the word Christians. We just chant with profession. And we come to and see. We just the word. It becomes like this. Thank you. 
Thank <laughs> you. 
This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2-3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenge.org for more.